Hey, this is Jim, and you're listening to the podcast edition of the Jim Toth Show. Hear us live weekday afternoons from 1 till 3. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Stephanie Korczynski is joining me. She's a local official for football, football and lacrosse. How are you today, Stephanie? Thank you for doing this. Doing pretty good today. I'm happy to see that the weather's starting to get a little better. So. <laughs> It doesn't matter who comes on the station today. It's always like, oh, I'm doing great, or I'm going through this, or this isn't so great, but at least the, the weather's out. It's amazing how that happens. Um, you have been selected for the CFL Officiating Academy. Before we get into that, which, by the way, congratulations, uh, tell Thank us about your history and how long you've been officiating football and lacrosse. Yeah, so I've been officiating sports, so lacrosse and football for 17 years. Um, I was actually dared to try lacrosse by my late friend, Justin Lysak, um, to go into lacrosse and start lacrosse. And then Rick Hankwich, who is the high school football commissioner, actually encouraged me to go into officiating lacrosse. So I started that when I was about 14, 15 years of age. And when I wanted to do a little bit more with my officiating career, Rick came to me and said, hey, I think you would make a really good football official. And so I decided to give football a chance. And yeah, I've been I've been doing football football for the past five years now. Being an official is never easy. So what was that like being a woman getting into doing football? It was definitely kind of a new area for me, especially there wasn't a lot of, you know, especially female football teams and stuff like that. Um, I was definitely nervous going into a new sport after had, you know, playing lacrosse and stuff for a long time, uh, going into a brand new sport. It was kind of uncharted territories, but the football community has been a huge, huge support for me coming in. Um, they're very progressive. I have to say I've been the most supported through my football career as an official. And that's why I wanted to bring that up because you mentioned that last night when I called you to see if you'd come on the show, just how progressive the CFL has been about this. Yeah, it it honestly has been just really eye-opening to see how, you know, much support they're giving to, you know, females, people of color and stuff like that. They've really have took it a step up in, in terms of developing either female officials or, you know, just officials with different you know, views of the game and stuff like that. So so the CFL Officiating Academy was created to develop and support the pipeline of officials. Congratulations on getting in. I know you're just really excited about it, and I'm really, even though I just met you, happy for you. But tell us about what it is and then the process to, to hearing that you had been accepted. For sure. So it first initially started with an application, and then I had to go through an interview process. And then about a week later, I was given my acceptance email. And then we go through the program for the next two years. We attend meetings kind of on a biweekly basis. We'll also be attending some of the Bombers practices to, you know, get used to the player's speed, the plays that they run, and kind of get up to the standards of the CFL. I'll also be doing a lot of the support staff, so with the sticks on the field this year as well. Um, and then, of course, we have our CFL training camp next week in Toronto that I'll be attending as well. So it's a two-year program, and at the end of the two years, everything goes great, as I know it will. What happens? 
so I could be invited back and I could potentially be hired on as a next CFL referee. So, And that's your goal. What, is it, what would that mean to you? Honestly, it's been something I've been working towards for 17 years, you know, getting into the professional standards of officiating. So whether that would have been in lacrosse or football, it would mean the absolute world to me if I could get there. So just going to put in a lot of hard work and get my head in the rule book as much as possible and learn from all the experienced officials around me. And I know there's eight new rule changes, or is it nine this year? I think it's eight new rule changes to the CFL. See, I, I don't even know that. So I can't imagine somebody wanting to be an official rule changes every year. Like, there, what does it all entail to be an official? Because it's not just showing up and knowing how to call a game, is it? No, like, definitely that's a huge component. But, you know, mentally you have to be healthy. So that's another thing that the CFL has included in our training camp this year is mental performance coaches. And then of course being fit. So we will have to do a fitness test at the Toronto camp next week as well. And so, and then of course the ever changing rules and everything else that that goes along with it. Um, What do you enjoy about it? Honestly, I love giving back to my community. That's like one of the biggest things I realized, like if there weren't any officials out there, we wouldn't have competitions. We wouldn't have games and stuff like that. And honestly, being a female official, I want to be that role model for other females, maybe potentially wanting getting, getting into officiating and, and maybe taking that step. So I really hope that more females start to get involved with officiating sports because I definitely want to be that trailblazer and kind of promote females in officiating. And you mentioned Sarah Thompson, I believe is her name, who is the first female NFL official. Um, When that happened, tell me about that and and how that sort of kept your dream uh, or maybe even took it in a different direction. For sure. Sarah Thomas, of course, uh, she was the NFL. Yeah, she was, she was the first NFL official and then of course she got her first playoff game one year and then of course the next year after she was the first female to officiate the Super Bowl and I've been watching her for years now and I even say this all the time I swear I watched her more in the Super Bowl than I did the actual players so she's been a huge inspiration I've seen her interviews she conducts herself in a very professional manner Um, I think she emulates definitely, you know, what an official should be and do on the field and off the field. So, so a minimum probably of two years away, maybe even a little longer. This doesn't deter you at all on, on what the journey has been for you to potentially be uh, a CFL official? Not at all, because I understand, you know what, it takes a lot of hard work to get to that point. I understand it takes a lot of studying, role knowledge, being fit, learning the mechanics. And you know what? If I'm determined enough to get there, then it will happen when it'll happen for myself. So, What do you say to anybody listening to this who might have a daughter or is a, a girl themselves that go, I've always thought about this, but I, I never kind of thought it was possible or that they think it's possible but are just nervous about the first couple of steps? What advice would you give for, for a young woman looking at uh, sort of following in your footsteps? I would say if she wants to get into officiating just the full support of getting her in into the sport itself and 
being encouraging as possible because, as we all know, abuse of officials is a major issue in all levels of sport. And honestly, it's, you know, giving her the encouraging words to be like, hey, you know what, these kids need you. They need you to officiate these games in order to have, you know, seasons and competitions and stuff like that. And honestly, any female can do it. If I can do it, they can certainly do it. You're a bit of a trailblazer here, Stephanie, and and you kind of like that, don't you? I do, yeah. I mean, being the first female to reach this level in football officiating, um, it definitely really just makes me proud to say that I can help encourage, you know, other females to maybe get to this point in their officiating career as well, whether that be in hockey, whether that be lacrosse, soccer. I mean, there's always potential for you to go further, and it should never be based on your gender. So, Well, and I bring that up because um, Leah Hextall, who's doing play-by-play for ESPN now, is one of the first to do it in the hockey world. And she told me that Doc Emmerich, who is a Hall of Fame broadcaster, play-by-play man who's now retired, told her that trailblazing is a very lonely place. And uh, I, and I thought of that when, when I was talking to you last night and today when I was having you on because you mentioned that, you know, this trailblazing, you, you kind of um, have this spirit for it. But it's not easy, is it? It's not easy being uh, the first one on this road, especially 15, 16 years ago when it all started for you. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely puts a lot of pressure on you to do well. Um, it also puts a lot of pressure to, you know, create an image that's professional and conducting yourself in a professional manner. And, you know, being that role model, I think it's difficult in any position to, you know, be a shiny, you know, golden penny, so to speak, right? So it, it's definitely, it's it's tough to do. Like a lot of people are counting on you. You're you're trying to impress a lot of people. You're trying to ensure that you're not letting anybody down at that same time as, you know, getting towards those goals. Are you still finding time to officiate lacrosse as well? Yeah. So I'm not on the floor with the lacrosse. I kind of took a step back from there. Um, I'm just doing some evaluations and feedback so that I can help, you know, develop new officials coming into lacrosse and, you know, encouraging them to, you know, shoot for the stars and go to nationals and stuff like that. I did myself four national championships for lacrosse, uh, a few in Ontario, once in Manitoba, once in Saskatchewan, where I've done uh, gold medal and bronze medal games. So I always encourage them, hey, you know what? You can definitely go beyond just what's here in Winnipeg. So. Well, I appreciate your time, Stephanie. Best of luck. Um, we'll stay in touch and see how the journey goes for you. And I'm sure one day we'll uh, have to call the head of officiating to see if we can have you on the show as part of his crew. Um, uh, it's a, still a, a little bit of a road to go for you, but I appreciate you sharing your story and all the best. Thank you so much. Take care.